Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. I mean, we can't start the episode off without talking about Alexis's shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh. This is my um, Christmas gift from Jared. <laughs> it says, bury me in my egg shirt. Yeah. What does it say on I the bottom? I want to wear it forever. <laughs> and then it's three dancing hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> yeah, bury me in an egg. It sounds kind of peaceful to be like a in little a egg. Yes. Yeah. You know those sensory deprivation pods? Those are basically like being in an egg. That's mm. right. Bear me in one of those. Yeah. Just put me in the I'll ground. I'll be the little yolk of my own death. We should That's do right. <laughs> we should see if we can get you an egg-shaped coffin. Okay. Yeah. I feel like they've got eggs. I think I've seen them. When we're doing our like different like ways to die egg. or mm. be buried episode, mm. yes. I'm pretty sure I might have seen a pod of Like a an sort. egg pod? Yeah. Hmm. Coffin I pods. like it because it's kind of like symbolic of like a, a rebirth. Yeah, rebirth. I'm coming you know? back, bitches. I'm coming back. Or maybe you kind of, maybe that's where they put our heads, like Walt Disney, and maybe your great grandfather. You? A Cairo frozen head. Yeah. Did they ever find his head? Did they, my grandfather, cre- cremate his head? Or I is think this... so. Mm, I think I the know. whole body was mm. cremated. I bet his head's floating around somewhere there, <laughs> out there being hydro. hydro I'm coming hy- back. Hy- whatever it's called. Uh, Cairo frozen? Uh, Cryoed. Cryogenically frozen. Cryogenically frozen. Cryogenically frozen. Cryo. Wow. Cryo frozen. Welcome to the Half Facts podcast. (laughs) Yeah, the Half Facts is Alexis's great grandfather's heads floating around somewhere, cryogenically frozen. So I'd love to see him again. be great grandpa yeah well he'd end up being on a stick or something no they would put no. his brain into like a, a robot. robot body oh and I, then, and then oh. he would but and then they'd make the body look like his old body yes oh like, an like the old no he probably can pick what you year pick. he wants you to definitely be. go like your you wherever your peak was you go there and you, but like with an old ass head no on they, a new body i think it's a they just use the brain oh that's my under. I mean, that's what I would think. I really had no idea. I would think that they'd stick I don't you on like a like a box or something. To be fair, I don't think they do this. <laughs> they haven't done it yet. They're yeah. hoping. That's why yeah. people are having They're themselves frozen. Out. Wow, that's so interesting. So they put your brain. They in- haven't done it. They. I think what they want to do is. Just put your consciousness somewhere. I'd love to know what they want to do with the heads. Yeah, because then I guess if they're putting your brain, they're also taking your old fucking brain. That's probably deteriorated. Mm. We're also assuming that our essence lives in our brain. That's and not true. our heart. I know. Yeah. Where do you feel like you are in stomach. your body? In my eyes. In your stomach. Mine's in my stomach. I'm like, you know that there's a villain on Ninja Turtles and like his brain is his like in his stomach. Yeah, that's, that's you. Yeah, yeah. Crank. You, you feel like when you close your eyes, like where is your consciousness? It's in your stomach. Yes. Well, your gut is kind of like your second brain. Mine are in my eyes. Because mm, yes. like my, it's your awareness and that triggers yeah. your gut. Yeah, but it's all connected. So there is some of your awareness that's in your gut because your gut's connected in dealing with everything. Eyes. Yeah, eyes. Your, yours is definitely your eyes. <laughs> Where 100%. Else it She's looking at you. What do you think mine is? I mean, I feel mine here too. Right here? Yeah, I your feel sinuses? mine. In, yeah, it's in my sinuses. <laughs> that's where I am. I, I know I'm right there. Yeah. I the, think, yeah, yours is your face. My face? Your whole face. <laughs> <laughs> yours is underneath your eyes. Mine's my face and Jared's is mine's in his my stomach. stomach. Yeah. Okay. I like this. Me too. I think we vaguely talked about it in in another episode of like where your consciousness lives. But yeah, that's why you have your third eye because that's where I feel like it is. Mm. I'm glad we figured it out. Me too. Yeah. That's great. And honestly, really thinking about cryogenics and what they're going to do afterwards. I thought it would literally be your old head. You could be right. I mean, I'm not an expert in this. 
They're not. No. The experts aren't experts in it. No. I don't so. know if it's ever going to be a thing because that'll actually be laughable when they bring him back. And it's like, actually, actually, your consciousness was in your stomach. I don't know. Aliens exist. So yeah, this is true. they probably know how to do it. Oh my God, aliens. Yeah. Should we talk about aliens later? Are we doing aliens today? I have this whole thing planned out, but like we also talked about, we we want to start riffing more. So maybe it'll be a riff on aliens. Okay. We could do that and for the next one too. Alien riffage. Alien riffage. All right. All right. Should we, well, before we start, of course, we have to shout out Patreon like we always do. Oh, what yeah. up, Patreon? We love Patreon. Patreonies. Yeah. And we're very passionate about it now. We love the content over there. We love the full length episodes we're doing. We love the submissions. Like everyone's so enthusiastic. Everyone wants the cases that they want covered, covered. And then that transfers to us and they're coming out amazing. So we're just really excited about the momentum our Patreons picked up. Yeah. So, we'd love to um, have you over there. Definitely join us over there. There's a lot of shitty podcasts out now. And like every new true crime podcast I try to listen to other than Scamanda sucks. Yeah. So if you like us, it's just more of us. Yeah. Which I like. And if you don't like us, don't go. Yeah. If you don't like us, I would because definitely not, not go there. Go over because there. there's more of us yeah. and there's not an interview cutting <laughs> yeah, us up. Exactly. So it's like literally just us. Patreon. And not Jared. So if you come here for Jared, he's also not in Patreon. Oh, unless God. you're watching us. Yeah. On Killing Time right now. No, oh, but God. I mean, they're scripted episodes. They're informed. It's not riffing. It's no. it's very... But it's it's... Some of them are a little investigative. I mean... It's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Join us over there. Yeah. All right. Should we get into the dark day today? Yes. Indeed. It is August 17th. And in 1863, the first horse-drawn streetcar was introduced in San Francisco, revolutionizing urban transportation. So you've got to think that is 150 years ago. Yeah. 140 years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, and it didn't age well. I mean, all the horses fainting and stuff and dying. But I get, but back in the day, that's all that's they all had. That's all they had. But it is amazing just the technological revolutions that we've had since then. Like in just 150 years, we have fucking space travel and like helicopters and hovercrafts. But still, Mark Zuckerberg's uh, surfboard that yeah, he like Mark pumps. Zuckerberg's like when he had his all of the sunscreen yeah. on his face and the big badunkadunk, and he thought no one would recognize him. Yeah, remember how big his butt looked in yeah, that picture? Yeah, like a baseball butt. Yeah, I, need was, tra- I need his trainer, and I think that might have been like an illusion. Nope. Well, he, he does control. I, I the gotta metaverse. say, he's supposed to fight Elon. He's gonna whoop that ass. Mark Zuckerberg is. Yeah, they're gonna fight. How tall are both of them? Mark Elon's Zuckerberg got him by, doesn't engage. Elon's got him by. I think he agreed to do it. Wait, they're gonna physically fight? Yeah, and they're gonna so. they're gonna stream it on the new Twitter allegedly or something. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, why again, would Zuckerberg do that for Musk, dude? To allow to to stream it on Twitter? Because you know Elon Musk is taking lots of like HGH and shit or well, whatever like d- drugs he's gonna so take. So if to we're live talking forever. strictly physique, Elon's got him by like a lot of height, a lot of weight, and therefore a lot of reach. So a punch extends way further from Elon. However. I've seen a bunch of Instagram posts or just like social posts of them like training with these like legit. So they're, they're actually both training. training for this thing. I think. That's so I know insane. who knows. But I my would be so on- disappointed in Zuckerberg if he stooped to that level because he's like stayed out of the dirt for the most part. Mm, no. In the drama world, yeah, he's done. He's changed the world in dark ways. <laughs> but I'm saying like he hasn't like engaged with anyone i know well, but we need some of that i need some, I'm, i've been bored yeah, i need this okay. in my life personality wise he hasn't but he doesn't really have much to go off of in well the he's a lizard dep- yeah, yeah. He, that guy is a lizard person <laughs> yeah. we all know his wax figurine looks more like him than he does these days <laughs> yeah it's true. his skin is literally like it's flawless yeah and a little bit like scaly if you look really closely in his little eyes yeah but he's got an awesome surfboard and 
A lot of junk in the trunk, apparently. Yeah. Allegedly. So, yeah. All right. So they're training. Is there any more information about that or no? No. The info is just that if I'm betting on it, I'm betting on suck. I don't know what I... I got to think about it. Yeah. Musk is like slow and like, oh, chap. Like, I just think he's going to be too slow. And I, he seems like his punch might not be that strong. Yeah. He's going to go like a little this, weak. like one of those. Yeah. He seems overconfident. Yeah. A lot of talk. A lot of bark, no bite. Yep. And he's so barrel chested. Like, I don't know how he's his little arms barrel. are going to get like, I don't know his agility. I think he's going He doesn't down. seem that agile. Yeah, yeah. Zuckerberg seems a little bit more agile than. Yeah. I saw him on that surfboard pumping those legs. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying Zuckerberg <laughs> in two rounds. All right. Okay. Well, I want to well, know. We'll bring you updates on this. What does everybody, we'll put this on our Instagram. I'd like we to should, know. Like, like next to the thing, on the We should like live stream and have like. <laughs> commentary. In. Yeah. That would be we so We get good. the headsets like how Joe Rogan does. Like, yeah. UFC. Oh my God. That's how we, we go have viral. to. <laughs> We All have right. to. Right. I, I'm really into it. Cool. Me too. Okay, so it, I don't know how we got there from the first horse-drawn streetcar. Surfboards. <laughs> oh, yeah, his hoverboard. Okay, in 1907. <laughs> Whatever. I was like, but the, you know what? That, in a nutshell, is how the human brain works when we think. It's yeah. like how you it's think about one thing. And yeah, it's fucking crazy. Podcasts are long form, baby. Yeah, that's right. In 1907, Pike Place Market, one of my favorite places ever in Seattle's historic district opened. Have you ever been there? Yeah. I love all the seafood there. I love Pike Place. It's such like a fun thing. I do it every time. I've been to Seattle so many fucking times, mm. but every time I always go there. I love we it. Do it. We've been there many times together before. I do a little walk around. Yeah. The best crumpet in America. <gasps> Have you ever been to the crumpet place? No. At Pike Place? Mm-mm. I don't know if I've ever had a crumpet anywhere else. What is a crumpet? The crumpet is it's like, like a dense. It's not even a pastry. It's like it's a, like a spongy English muffin yeah. that can go savory or sweet. It's Ooh. so good. Um, and it's but right sweet at Pike Place. Is awesome. No, but it's savory. You get yeah. the cheese and the tomato. Oh, mm. I'm very so interested. Good. It's so good. There's so many good things at Pike Place, mm. and like lots of lots of good little bars. Um, in 1969, the Woodstock Music Festival happened. Oh, Ooh. wow. That's important. That's what we are going to do for True Crime Rewind. Talk about the Woodstock, like lots of things that happened at Woodstock. But maybe I'll get into it a little bit right now. Why not? Just like the the craziest things that I found out about it. So Woodstock was sponsored by four guys and the oldest one was 26 years old. Isn't that crazy? Kids are different all looked, these days. Yeah, they probably all looked 40 because everyone yeah. back then looked 40. Well, also, like, when you look at the founding fathers, they were, like, 16 years old. <laughs> and they looked like they're, like, decrepit old men. Yeah. Beverly Hills, 9 or 2 and 0, they look like they're in their 40s. Yep. Dylan, I'm like, come on, that man has got to be in his 40s. <laughs> oh, the Golden Girls? Yeah. The Golden Girls are only, like, 45 or 50. Wait, really? They're young. Oh, now, my I God. I think they were younger than that. Oh, oh God. my God. Yeah, it's insane. Also, like, everybody in Seinfeld was way younger than us when it started. Like, George, I think, was, like, 33 or something. And he already looks 60. Yeah. It's insane. He looks uh, younger now, weirdly, Jason uh, Alexander. I mean, so does uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Looks she looks amazing. Her best. Okay, so the concert tickets went on sale for $6 <laughs> that day. And uh, they were due to sell for $8 at the gate. And there's only supposed to be 50,000 people at Woodstock. Like, that was what they were thinking. Yeah. 500,000 people showed up and it got so crazy that the people started like busting through the gates. And so they just kind of started letting everybody in for free at that point. Yeah, but they wanted to sell there, tickets. There was nothing they could do. They didn't have the infrastructure to like. Well, they already sold what? How many more than they expected? So. Yeah, but they and it was just so funny. Like everybody was just life was so different back then. Like yeah, the, the promoters and then the guy that owned the land and then the guy that started. They're just like, all right, whatever. I guess this is happening. And it really was like the most for the most part, other than people doing drugs and taking some 
having some bad acid trips and stuff like that. Like it really was very peaceful. I don't think that there was much violence at all. Three people died. Two people from a drug overdose, which out of 500,000 people doing, I guess drugs were better back then too. So he probably didn't. There There wasn't fentanyl in them. There wasn't fentanyl, but there's two overdoses. And then this is crazy. One guy got run over by like a tractor truck that was going to clean the porta potties because he was laying on top of a bunch of garbage in a sleeping bag. And they just thought he was like another like sleeping bag that was strewn over with all of like the trash and shit. It was really sad. He was the only person that died. Like, I mean, there was only three people that died, which again, which is a miracle because back then everything it's in my mind. It's all so primitive. There was no like emergency services that could respond quickly. Well, that was the thing. They didn't have enough anything. They didn't have enough. One hadn't been invented yet. No, they had, I think I, I didn't look into the emergency services that much, but it was like only enough for, there was only enough, there's one bathroom per 800 people so number one that's fucking crazy and then that's how i guess you're thinking about the food the emergency services like everything so it really is a shock that more people didn't get injured or hurt yeah Yeah, because a lot of the rules that we have today are because of mistakes that were made back then and And still more people are getting injured and killed yeah and so if you like it's it's pretty incredible that it was as uh smooth if you want to use that like yeah as, as it ran like I mean, it's it pretty was crazy so and then jared thinking about guarantees the top earners were jefferson airplane was sw- played twelve thousand dollars wow twelve thousand twelve thousand dollars <laughs> big money back then credence clearwater revival was paid eleven hundred dollars or eleven thousand dollars the who was played eleven thousand dollars and then the grateful dead was paid seventy seventy five hundred dollars seventy five hundred wow. for the dead huh that's a steal isn't that crazy very and then Jimi hendrix was the headliner and something got fucked up and he ended up playing at 9 a.m the last day so he only played to thirty thousand people holy shit the headliner of a festival that five hundred thousand people went to you know what this sounds like it sounds like a festival to me yeah i know something's always Something's always wrong. I would have have done anything to have been there. Seriously. And honestly, also at the Woodstock 99, I would have done anything. I would have gone to any of them. Maybe for the first day. First day. I'm getting out of there. Before before it went super fucking crazy. So that's like your little deep dive into Woodstock. Um, In 1993, patent number 5,236,208 was issued to Thomas Walsh for a platform steerable skateboard platform steerable skateboard i don't know what that means it's probably just a skateboard maybe just the skateboard i think so 1993 yeah no people were skateboarding before the 90s no you can't (laughs) maybe it was one with a steering wheel can you patent the skateboard maybe it was like the an early razor scooter oh yeah oh maybe platform steerable skateboard steerable would imply that you can maneuver one of the wheels which would be a scooter yeah okay Maybe, maybe it had four wheels at first. That was an early design. Again, this is the Half Facts half podcast. Facts. I should have looked into it. If you, know what this, if you know what this vehicle is, please write us. Yeah. Um, 1998, Dawson, Dawson's Creek premiered. Ooh. Ooh, good stuff. An absolute classic. I didn't really watch Dawson's I Creek. I did. You did? It's fifth grade, I remember. I did not. Did you see the thing about, um, what's his name? James Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek. Did you see his post about the strike? 
No. So he did it. He <laughs> is very new to TikTok. And he did a post, like a very serious post about the SAG-AFTRA strike. Uh-huh. And he's like talking to the camera, walking down the street. And like, he doesn't know how to use TikTok correctly. So he ended up putting like the theme song. I don't even watch this, but it's for Paw Patrol. It's like a cartoon yeah. dog show. Yeah, yeah. Super cartoony jingle. Super cartoony jingle. And he put that over, but it was 100% the Paw Patrol soundtrack and 0% level of him talking that is so funny. so he muted himself and it was just the paw patrol thing on full blast but then he had captions so you could like you could hear him like being really serious That's and sincere. it's just the paw patrol theme song and then i it's love just that captions like you know it's really important that we all rally together and blah blah and it's blah, like, blah and paw like, patrol paw patrol coming to very heartfelt yeah wholesome and he didn't realize and like, like all of the comments were just fucking ragging on him it was oh so funny and he ended up deleting it but i, I caught it. it before he deleted it yeah. i love it i loved it james vanderbeek and, uh, you know, we're not political over here, so we're not going to get into this at all. But today on 1998, Bill Clinton admitted to having inappropriate relationship with Monica Lewinsky. Well, that's just a fact. That is a fact. You know, we all have lots of thoughts we're not going to share. Well, but I just know a lot of presidents have done it. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Republicans, Democrats, they've all done it. So whatever. Um, and Monica Lewinsky was a victim. Oh, and fuck yeah. Nobody thought she was back at the time, Dude, but I'll leave it at that. That was probably the craziest part of the whole thing. She, she was, was a, in, early she was 20, an intern. She was a child, yeah. pretty much. Anyway, everyone stabbed her in the back. Yeah. It was disgusting. Including Hillary Clinton. Anyways, so we're going to go into the word of the day. Okay. Gigiel. No. Gigiel. Gigiel. It's spelled spell it? G-I-G-I-L pronounced Gigiel. Gigli. No, no, that's the Jennifer Aniston, oh, uh, Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer ben Lopez, Affleck. Ben Affleck. Geely, G- what is it? The movie that changed the trajectory Geely. of both of their careers. That's true. Geely, it's Gigiel. It's Filipino, and it refers to the. This is a really cute word. It refers to the trembling or gritting of the teeth in response to a situation that is over that overwhelms your self control, and it's been commonly described as an irresistible urge to squeeze something cute. Oh, wow. So anytime I see a really cute frog video or Beth or like yeah. a really cute manatee mm. or whatever. Oh, manatee. Then okay. you just want to like squeeze it. It's so cute. I wonder that if it, word is giggle. I wonder if it has, I mean, because it sounds very close to giggle, which is also like kind of like a yeah. cute reaction to things. Yeah. Cute. Giggle. I like that. Isn't that cute? We should start using it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> feeling giggly about that manatee over there. I feel it every day. That's yeah. literally what feeling right now. That's how I thrive and get through the day is just by watching cute videos on tiktok and feeling geekyel and feeling geekyel <laughs> isn't that fun that is fun ah, i love it i, I do love, love it that for you. all right well when we come back we have got some bitching to do please rise court is now in session all rise call the first witness how do you plead guilty or not guilty all right, welcome to On The Stand. Every week we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We either love it, we hate it, we talk about it, we debate it. We bring it to you on Instagram. You vote if it's guilty or not guilty after, of course, we vote. And uh, we usually have a listener based on the stand. Oh, we do. Do we want to start with that one? Sure. Sure. You have the and number, if you Jared? want to call in, the phone number is 818-446-6889. <laughs> That's right, bitch. Yeah. Hola, the bananas and a ginger ale. Um, this is the chandelier thief calling from New York with something to put on the stand which is banning an entire type of light source. Um, this recent ban of sales of incandescent light that was so lovingly invented by Mr. Thomas Edison is kind of confusing because with anything else like media sources, like CDs, records, tapes, laser discs, 
everything seems to come in and out of favor as it would. But um, I feel like like 10 to 15 years in the future, after we're all just only exposed to LED light for however long, um, seeing what incandescent light looks like again might be really shocking and vintage and crazy. Uh, and it's just very strange to, for people to ban a light source. Um, I'm just wondering your thoughts on on what that means. It's, it's going to change a lot of things for a lot of industries, that's for sure. Uh, why don't they ban fluorescent lighting? That makes you look ugly. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Bye. First of all, I think I knew who that caller is, but I'm not going to out them. But I think they were at our New York meetup. I'm pretty sure we met you at our New York meetup. And maybe you gave us a few gifts that we are absolutely obsessed with. Yes. And I was supposed to bring one of the gifts you brought for Jared today, and I forgot. I am still waiting in suspense. I've heard that it's awesome. It so is awesome. I appreciate you in um, advance. But I'm pretty sure. But I'm not going to say the name since you didn't say your name. Yeah. Um, but thanks for calling. So also, what do we think I, about this? I love the greeting. Shakita Nana and Ginger Ales. Oh, love my God. It. I love it. That just made me feel so warm and fuzzy inside. Honestly, wow. I was tickled. I was Maybe very... we changed the description. <laughs> we should. <laughs> Two Shakita bananas and a ginger ale. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Killing Time. Um, okay. So basically... They were talking about the banning of the incandescent lighting. Mm. So I just looked it up and uh, it's just because it's uh, allegedly supposed to be energy saving to mm. use LED lights. So now I'm confused. So do they have LED bulbs? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they do. Okay. It's the, the transition so you don't have to, to change LED... your sockets. You just start no, no, no. changing it's the, the bulbs same, you're buying. It's the same twist in socket or whatever kind of socket you have. They make all different oh, okay. kinds. It's just a bulb with a filament they're and, banning, right? Yes. So yeah. oh, but the, I do love those Thomas Edison lights. What about just for novelty? Like, you know, those are a vibe. We have a whole box of them in our office closet. We need Keep to those. save them. I know. Hoard them. Yeah, hoard them. Yes. And, and again, LED doesn't have the same glow. Like, it's mm -mm. it's way more... Um, Artificial. Electronic <laughs> looking. And well, it depends, though. Like, if you mess with, like, the hue lights at all, like the... Uh, I have a bunch, but I... They're fantastic. They get disconnected when your Wi-Fi gets fucked up and trying to reprogram Is them. Is that like the one that you keep trying to change the color in our living room? I don't yeah. keep trying. I keep doing. <laughs> I do change it. It's very he's easy like, to do. He's like, ooh, do you know what'll set the mood? A purple light. I was like, no, that will never set the mood for anything. I just want the color of light bulb. Yeah. First off, I've never said, ooh, do you know what would set the mood? <laughs> I've said, Have you maybe like, it? hey, maybe this will set the mood. <laughs> Ooh. I feel like that would be an instant ick. Anyways. Yeah, well, I did get the ick because <clears throat> I don't I don't like a colored light bulb. I think that does give me the ick, like I, generally. I um, Unless I'm at like a hookah lounge where it's appropriate. Yeah, a hookah like lounge. Or, lights. you know, this neon sign. The yeah. Neon, yeah, but that's a sign. That's I'm not trying to light the whole room with red. No. This that is, would be cool. Uh, that you're choosing a really weird hill because LED lights are great. I'm not saying they're not great. I, don't like I just the color don't like the color them. changing ones. What I was going to say. They're too white. I like yeah. more a yellow. Soft. Yeah, I like a soft. But you can do that. You can tune the light to whatever color it you want. It is kind of sad. Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace. Thomas I mean, Edison would be shaking in over. his boots. So I do like that. But there is something about the Edison bulb that you will not be able to replicate with an LED light. I wanted to talk to you about this. Okay. And I think I, I don't want to go too far into it because I think we could probably do an entire episode on this. But. There is a light Who's bulb. Who's researching it? I'll, I'll do it. Okay. I found out about this like a couple weeks ago. There is a light bulb that is still in existence in the United States from oh, yeah. 1902 or 1903. It's been burning 
the whole time. And With the, the filament? Yes. How is that possible? The conspiracy is that these companies got together, Philips and whoever else were making bulbs, and they found a way. It's like planned obsolescence, right? So they found a way to make it so that the filament would burn out. But technically, this light that is still burning, I forget the name of it. I can look it up. And I, I am going to save it. The forever like bulb. It's, like a, it's been burning since over a, de- over a century. So, yeah, it's like the hocus pocus candle. Yeah, yeah kind of. It's also like, I don't know if you guys saw this TikTok, but there's this, I don't know what it's called, but it's like underneath a waterfall and there's like a gas source mm. and it's kept this little fire burning underneath wow. a waterfall and you like see it through like a little hole. Oh, really? Ooh. But it's the same kind of thing. It's just been burning for like ever. Yeah, except in this situation, corporations are trying to keep people like well, dumping they wanna, money into Well, they the want products. people to replace their bulbs. If yeah. they lasted so long, their yeah. sales would fucking suck. But that's why our planet is polluted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this like, is my bigger point. Yeah. So I'll do some deep, I'll do some deep diving. Maybe we'll I have enough. I think we don't need to know that much more about that. I think we could get way into, I like the planned obsolescence thing. It could be planned a fun Planned obsolescence expose. I think would be a good yeah. expose. I That's mean, everybody knows planned obsolescence. Wow. Obsolescence. Yes. Obsolescence. But yeah, sure. Anyways. If you want to research that takes a lot off my plate. So Anyways, hoard, hoard those filaments. Well, I mean, I guess it's time, yeah, to start hoarding some Thomas Edison bulbs. Like I said, they really create a vibe that you can't recreate. But like, I understand we want to be more un- energy efficient, but you know, novelty. Yeah, but then like you walk into like a casino and there, there's like a blast of AC and like all <laughs> these lights, and I like, feel like you're like in a straight I'm like, jacket. Cool, and a- my light bulb is the thing that's yeah. sucking up all yeah. the energy, right? Well, you know, it's always trying to point the finger at something else. That's a little man. Something big is happening, but yeah. that's for another day. I'm going to say gu- not guilty. Guilty. Canceling them, I think, is guilty. Yeah. I, I think mean, in certain circumstances, like encouraging people to be more energy efficient is good. But, you know, there's nothing like a sexy Edison ball, but a at a speakeasy yeah let's just like limit the availability of them and just, honestly jack up the price if you want and then if somebody wants one then pay a little bit of a premium mm. to me it feels like one of the smaller fish at the fish fry it so. is yeah. really probably the smallest fish and it's something that we're focusing on when something else is happening they're doing the it to appease people uh, what are they trying to it's distract like the, it's us it's like from? the paper straws or like plastic bags mm. yeah anyways okay i'm gonna say i don't know not guilty but guilty but not guilty yeah okay same i'll go first so i'm gonna start with a little bit of a story i'm ready so when i was flying home from chicago which i mentioned last week i changed my flight into 6 30 a.m so that means i had to leave my hotel at 4 30 in the morning so it's still pitch black out middle of the night for a lot of and we people. were up to like 11 we yeah. were like at the bar having a drink to like 11 yeah, yeah but then that doesn't have to do with my story so i call an uber i set i scheduled my uber in the night before the guy shows up at 4 30 in the morning i come out of my hotel he grabs my bag puts it in doesn't say anything to me and then i go to sit down in his car and like it's the woman's instinct that i immediately felt weird like something just felt weird and then i took my first breath and i'm like his car stinks and then i just kind of sit there and he starts driving right and as we're driving he starts like breathing really really heavily it's absolutely silent no music nothing going on car stinks breathing really Jared's heavily mad. and i <laughs> where is this going Why is this and i just all hot I, and bothered? I just felt i just felt really re- i was like something feels weird something feels off like i don't know and i literally sat on my phone on the uber app and made sure that he was taking the right path to the airport and he wasn't doing anything weird so i ended up getting to the airport fine like nothing happened um i go like to get out of the car he gets my bag and then he goes read this later and he passes me like a little booklet speaking of and passes me this little booklet i'm like what the fuck 
is this? So I hold Where it. And I'm like, going? well, I can't read it in front of him. No. So then I kind of like go to the airport. And I'm like, I'm going to get through security and then I'm going to read it. I'm like, but I have it in my pocket. It's too distracting right yeah, now. Yeah, too distracting. I need to like sit down and put full focus into what this packet was. Like, what could this be? So I finally sit down and I look at the packet. It's like really like little small little flip book kind of a thing. And on the front of it, it just says, this is your life. And then I start flipping through it and it turns out that it's this like Christian cartoon book about the end times and about how sinners will go to hell. End times. <laughs> end times. Did you, what did you do? Well, I read through it. Okay. Because I wanted to see what the thing was. And then I go to the back and it's like, they're called like chick tracks or something like that. So then I Google that and basically I go to the website and it's this like, this they have all these different cartoon books and they're for people that are really shy that like want to spread the gospel or whatever and i'm like this is weird so then i'm like this is so fucking inappropriate like i know whatever your intentions are fine whatever it is so inappropriate for an uber driver to be handing me gospel about anything anything, anything. he shouldn't be handing me anything i should he, he should not be exchanging any goods with me whatsoever so then i go to my uber app and i'm like okay well i need to like maybe make a note of this because it's really inappropriate. And like, he also was being kind of just felt, felt weird and off. So I go to report it, but there's nowhere to report it. So basically you can just like give your star rating. And then you, there's like a couple different places where it's like, attitude, communication, cleanliness, but there's nowhere to make like a note where it's like, forcing beliefs on me yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so what i'm putting on the stand is having like an uber comment section to give feedback because it's like also with how is a woman supposed to report like if a man was creepy to her or like if somebody was racist or like there's nowhere to put any sort probably of to get like a phone number like it's probably a whole they're not it's letting us be specific about what our rating is about. Yeah, because it's like, I don't want to just, because I could, you could rate somebody's, and I still give them th three stars. Because I was like, I can't rate them bad, because, you know. You have a conscience. I have a conscience. Yeah. But like, I also like, it's really, really inappropriate. Really inappropriate. Yeah, it's like if someone handed you a packet on abortion, or like, yeah. or, or like, someone running for office like i just think it's it's supposed to be a very neutral transaction yeah. like, exactly you can't discriminate against who you're picking up you can't discriminate against yeah. your driver and what they believe yeah. it's a neutral thing let's stay neutral till it's over yeah that's how it should be i and totally that, agree that's the bottom line it's a transaction yeah like you're paying money to be in there you're not paying money to hear a sermon to hear your beliefs you're, yeah, yeah it's, it's a that, yeah that's i think that's over the line i think that's it was so he didn't say a word to me the entire time the <laughs> only thing he said to me is read this later he was thinking She's not a Christian, but I can change that. Yeah. <laughs> I like probably reek of alcohol getting into the Uber. I'm like, ugh. He took one look at your hungover ass and He's was like, like, she needs the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in her life. This woman needs saving now. He was oh kind of right. I mean, at that time, the way that I felt, I could have used a little pep in your step. A little pep. And, you know. I, I, I was saying before we started this, but I had a dentist do that to me. Yeah. And, and it was so off putting because you're not expecting anything. Other than like a cleaning. I'm you're, not at church. You're not expecting anything other than a, a ride to where you're going. And like kind of comes out of nowhere and you're like, oh, now I have to try to not offend you about how I react. Right. Like, and I'm still processing what's happening. Yeah. It's just, there's a time and place and it's like, you know. Uber, you got to have a comment session. But then I was thinking about that and I'm like, that would go sour so fast. Like God knows this. Sh like, how are you supposed to sit through? A disgruntled through passenger like, could yeah. just be like, you know, chewing out a driver be for for the right re you know what i mean the driver didn't do anything wrong they need like something where it's like you can only have five like five notes a year 
Like you can't like it has to be really bad. Well, and they, only people with good ratings can like actually have notes that get through. Yeah. But that seems too complicated. Right. But I agree. I mean, I think they should make recourse more accessible. Yeah. So that is guilty. 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 Who's next? Alexis is next. Okay. Um, I don't remember where we were when I had this realization. Probably somewhere like Chicago or New York or whatever. But no, I was with Matt, so maybe Chicago. I don't know. We were eating somewhere and I got a expensive cocktail, probably like 18, 20 bucks. You know how they roll. Like if it's like a on fire margarita with unicorn tears or whatever the fuck. And then so I was drinking one and I was like, I'll have another, please. But I wasn't done. And there was still like this much left in it. Mm. Oh no. And when they brought me the new one, they took my old one before no. I could react. And I was like, that was like $8 of the cocktail. And that's what I'm putting this in. Like, I think you should be really sure, especially with an expensive drink. Like before you take my old glass, I'm, I'm literally looking the bottom of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want, I also like when the ice starts to melt and there's some like yeah. diluted version of it at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little like, bonus, like the idea of what I was yeah, drinking. Yeah, like the LaCroix of, it. of Like the a goodbye kiss yes. from it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm putting in the sand. Like I want, actually leave all my glasses there. Yeah. <laughs> and just so I can be sure. <laughs> to the it. end. Yeah. And I want to see I how much I've do, done. Too, and also like with a glass of wine, I'm like, this is absolutely not even watered down ice. Like this no. is still wine that's yeah. left in this glass. Totally. But I also see the other side where it's like, they're probably getting instructions to like bust the tables immediately. So Don't make it look work, yucky. Make it look clean. <clears throat> and maybe it's my fault for like trying to kind of double fist and have a like a, no. a grace period where there's two. No, right? Never your fault. Yeah. So that's what I'm putting this in. I want to leave the glasses there. I want every drop of my obscenely expensive cocktail. Because I'm already like agonizing over spending it. Because I'm like, yeah. I can't believe I'm spending $20 on this. Yeah. Because like I can buy a bottle of vodka for that. You yeah. Know? Well, you know that you're leaving like $2 on the table by not finishing it. Yeah. So I'm really just Money. being stingy about this. This goes for food too. When there's one piece of the sushi roll left, it's just sitting on the plate. Like, you know what? Actually though, maybe it's better they take Food's it. Food's different. No. That's a standoff. I, when I'm full, I can't eat anymore. But yeah. the drinking, yeah. that's different. <laughs> Never full. <laughs> well, drinking doesn't really make me full. It like unless you're drinking like guinness yeah you know but there's like, always more to drink yeah well like it, helps, it helps you when you're full to yeah. like okay i don't know i like looking at it like that i've never yeah. looked at it like that i'm gonna okay. say guilty guilty, guilty. Well, yeah, let's yeah, finish yeah. our booze yeah just, just ask me at least jared all right mine is cocktail related as well Whoa. so <clears throat> i think you both know i love a martini specifically a dirty boy a dirty martini filthy when we were in chicago swampy I made a big mistake. Oh. And, oh, oh. And this is a mistake I've made Were several we times at, now. Uh, Cindy's? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. I've made this mistake a few times now, and I keep thinking I can repeat it and it's going to be fine, which I think is the definition of insanity. Insanity, yeah. yeah. Um, and that is to order. So my order for a dirty martini, I tell them I want it swampy. I know not everyone's going to vibe this, mm. but I do vodka and like simply just vodka, olive brine. That's it. And ice, shake it up, throw up my glass. I don't even care if there's like, you know, sometimes you get the little ice crystals. Mm. It's delicious. I love a little iceberg. Little tiny ones. Iceberg. Little baby iceberg. Yeah. Ooh. So <clears throat> I've been doing that for like, ever since we went to a wedding in Atlanta, which was like a couple years ago now. That's been my drink. The one with the deviled eggs? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> where, yeah. Where it all started. Yeah. Um, and then recently I ordered a gin martini. And it is A gin so dirty. A dirty gin martini 
it is so much for me it is so much worse it's not even in the same realm of drinks it is disgusting the vermouth is disgusting i just for whatever reason i was like oh it'll be similar it's not even close i think gin you need to do like up yeah or with like a lemon twist like i don't think you do dirty make it sparkle the pro the with a dirty martini it's so good because it's so salty and gin has that like floral Sweet. taste to it that like it needs to be a berry yeah that can't go salty no and so it then, tastes so and weird then you mix that with like the dry vermouth it's, vermouth it's a is crazy disgusting. vibe and I know some people prefer that a lot. Usually it only happens at higher end places. So maybe I'm just like a lowbrow, low like just a peasant. And I'm cool with that. But like, I don't know. I, I had that realization. And then I, so that was bad. And then we went to, a, we later on on this tour, we went to another place. Uh, we went to uh, Death & Co. Yeah. And I got their gin martini thinking that maybe the last one was bad. Same thing. So I'm putting a gin, a dirty gin martini on the stand. I don't think that they're superior to you. I don't think that's a thing. No, it is. Well, then guilty. Yeah. That We're is just, disgusting. Sorry. We're just like a gin martini. Gin martinis are good, though, if you don't put olive juice in them. Olive juice and gin is just not. <clears throat> yeah. But gin martinis can be really good. Yeah. Like a Tom Collins, like all sorts of I'm things. I'm out on it. Mm. I'm out mm. on it. Okay. I'm I love guilty. gin. I'll say, I saw guilty. Like, I'm on wrong. your side with this. I'm saying guilty. Bye. All right. Well, when we come back, it's time for some True Crime Rewind. True Crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Welcome back to True Crime Rewind. We have gone so long on this episode that we've only got like five minutes. So oh. I thought maybe today... We could talk about aliens. Okay. We wanted to last episode, but like, let's have like a little, we'll have like a little chat about what we know about aliens okay. off the, off my head. So this is a lot of half facts because okay. I didn't even research this, but she did watch the I, entire, I watched the entire UFO conference Okay, or the UFO, whatever. It was what did called. you learn? Um, I learned a lot of things. So they had the guy that was like the head of, and see, I don't even know exactly what he was the head of, but he was the one that he was, was the ex- was it the CIA guy? He was an ex yeah, ex intelligence. Oh, he was guy. the whistleblower. He was the whistleblower. Okay. Grosh, I think, is his last name or something. Um, and sounds okay. like Mulder. Yeah, mm, Grosh. He was very CIA mm. vibes uh, guy. Uh-huh, He's uh-huh. kind of handsome and older, and like, but uh, but very like straightforward, like deadpan. Like these are the facts. He was under oath, so it was the first time that he was talking under oth and like because he's talked about all these things yeah. before but like never really yet like sure. something like that what i thought was interesting is the people that were asking the questions were all a lot of them were like in the government like aoc was one of the people that were were there i love that so it's like as a government official what like the, what can we do kind of a thing like one of her questions was to him she was like if you were me like where would you look and who would you ask about these things because he's like everybody is trying to hide him in all these different places but he's like I will tell you offline because he can't say it like publicly. And that's where I'm going to stop you because that's where I have a problem with the whole fucking thing. Yeah. I'll tell you offline. What were those rooms called? Like the, he's like, we, I can do it in like a, uh, a secure room or something like that. No, because he would have, ha- if he had said a name, people would go fucking after those people. But like, why well, are we doing this thing- in the first place? Like why, why are we doing this like half 
Well, you both have an answer, and I'm because that's all he can do at this point. He he was answering these questions, and he's like, somebody was like, "Have you ever feared for your safety?" He's like, "Yes, I've known people that have gotten hurt and murdered for trying to like bring this information to light." So it's like he's probably scared to death. Those people are probably fucking watching him every second. Yeah, I was saying the wrong thing. I was just gonna say, like, I've seen all these memes that make sense. It's like everyone has no money. Everyone's frustrated. Everyone's about to fucking burn the country to the ground in strike. So they're like doing a little smoke screen over here. Like, come look over here. Yeah. Distract the public. Get them something else to be worried so about. The alien thing is the smoke screen. Is that what you're saying? It's a distraction yeah. from. I mean, that's the theory. <clears throat> but I don't think it was much of a distraction because literally all the memes are like, no one cares. There's like an alien eating next to me at Burger King, and it's like I don't want to fucking pay my rent this month. <laughs> no, nobody we cared. All, but we all knew. I know it's something that we nobody knew. I just thought it was interesting that this like ex yeah guy whatever was like flat out saying things like you know like admitting about like the spacecraft and that they recovered biologics which means that they had bodies of whoever was flying well, the spacecraft yeah he said the two big things i took away from it were we've recovered biological Matter. material that is non-human and not from this planet and we've recovered craft that is not human enough and, and we've planet. been trying to reverse energy or reversed uh engineer it. engineer these crafts for the past like as long as everybody knows that they've been trying to do it and then they were talking about dimensional travel yeah and like how that's like a major possibility that's what i always think about when they're talking about like aliens could aliens exist like we need to find a planet like ours i'm like are we that closed-minded that we're trying to find an earth and that's the only place an alien can exist Uh, yeah no for real and if i could go back in time and like re-choose how to apply myself academically quantum physics man i'm so fascinated it is awesome i am so fascinated i want to take like I don't know what kind of class you take. Do I have to go back to like junior college and like take an introductory one? And then like, I'm so well, you need interested. To, like, unlearn everything that you know. Cause it's like, it's, you have to be very open-minded. It's like how calculus is like not real math. It's mm-hmm. like, you have to like reverse everything that you know and relearn. Well, you don't have to do any of that. I don't know math. So easy. Well, <laughs> starting from scratch. You don't have to me. do any of that. You just have to find the right YouTube rabbit hole and get sucked. No, down Cause it. I don't trust that. That's where conspiracy theories live. Hmm. There's also the quantum mechanics, the quantum physics ones, I think are pretty interesting, but that's what he is saying. He's like, if there is dimensional travel, the way that they can reach us is kind of like understanding how a shadow works. Like we as 3d beings can cast like a shadow over something in a 2d dimension. And he's like, that's the way that we would end up being contacted by dimensional uh, interdimensional well, this, travel. This is the famous Carl Sagan video where he's talking about an apple is on a four dimensional yeah. plane, sorry, three dimensional plane. And there's a two-dimensional plane, which is like where we live technically. They're trying to describe the fourth dimension to three-dimensional beings. It's just not. It's like you can't in any (laughs) press conference to people in the world. You can never describe the fourth dimension. You shouldn't even try. He was trying. But but that's where the aliens are. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Is that what he said? We can see space. I know we can't see as far, but like we can see most of the space around us. So they have to be. Like if unless... They have some otherworldly... No, this is the point. This is the point he's trying to make. What we can see is our dimension. What we can't see is the next dimension. Yeah. And that's why Sagan described it with the apple, saying we live in a flat world. If the apple is 3D or whatever, let's say 4D, and it passes through our world, we can only see it as it's passing through. We can't see it for what it actually is. Well, yeah. So interesting. And that's when, like, like, 
physicists and stuff or whoever like or they're talking about like are is alien life possible and it's like well theoretically it'd be so hard for like something to travel this far and like yada 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 time 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 but that's like thinking about things in the way that we know them at this moment and really tangibly like in terms yeah. of what we've been taught about like light years and, and it's just like dude we know fucking nothing yeah <laughs> science is ever-changing so science isn't even really and real. it's all theory so yeah so it's like, who fucking knows? Yeah. That's why I'll believe anything. But that's why I think that that is really interesting. Like, whatever, if it is a smoke screen or whatever, I think it's so interesting because it is the first time that somebody is, like, testifying under oath about this kind of stuff. And now that's opening, like, the doors for a lot more conversations about this. So whether it is by design, which it probably is by the powers of be, like, at least it's, like, I don't know, become, becoming more of, like, a respected sort of a thing. Because back in the day, especially with that Arizona governor with the Arizona lights. Yeah. They tried to do like a press conference about it. Like, it. and they clowned on him. Some guy dressed up in an, in an alien costume and it was like, hoo, hoo, hoo. it's like, Oh no, they're there. No, they're there. They've been there the whole time. Whole time. Probably before us. I, we might be well, their little yeah. pets. We're like their nano pets. I, I mean, it might be part of the simulation. I just want to skip to the good shit. Show me what they look. Show me what this shit is that you're talking about. If you have it, just show me. It probably is like a little humanoid. But like, why? Maybe. That's what we think. That'd be so easy. I don't think. It what looks- if it's a jellyfish? What if it's a fucking? Because it has to fly a craft. Okay. But oh my maybe god, if it's like- a jellyfish, I'll die. What if, if it is? Well, I think octop- I've always thought that octopuses are aliens. Dude, what I if- saw fucking manta ray on TikTok the other day. Huge. It was like fifty feet yeah, long. Yeah, huge. I saw the same. You thing. saw the two. Yeah. It was like and a shark was yeah. swimming over it. Yeah. I was like, Matt, this isn't an Earth creature. This is yeah. fucking crazy. And yeah. he's like, Wow. I couldn't believe it. I think most sea creatures are aliens. Yeah. yeah. What would you guys do if aliens end up being humans, except for they have googly eyes? Oh, I'd love that. It's like reptilians. Little cuties. Mm. Little Mm. cutie pies. Yeah. Anyways. I love this really All right, well, that was enough of Alien. God, talk. just I, I need it. It's just a taste. I think we covered all of it. I, I think like- we should do a whole episode. <laughs> that was on pretty it. much it. No, we should do. I, well, I'll actually pull up some facts because this is like quarter facts. We need at least a half fact yeah, next time. Totally. All right. Well, when we come back, we'll ha- hear about the shitty things that you people have done next. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Hey, naughty friends. So we're going to just dive right in. We have a nice little naughty surprise for you. I hope this is the worsty farsy line. Um, this is my worsty farsy. Um, back in my elder emo days, we were not the straightest kids. We were the Hellraiser kids. Um, at some point, someone had gotten a hotel room. I'm not sure who it was. It was a long time ago. But it was just a bunch of girls, and we completely trashed the hotel room. Like, one girl peed in the closet. There were people smoking cigarettes. We broke glow sticks all over the hotel room. Like, I have cigarette burns on my arms from that night. And I feel really bad about it because now I think about the people who had to come and clean that hotel room afterwards. And I feel awful. So now, anytime I'm in a hotel room, I, like, pre-clean the room for the people as my guilty conscience, I guess. Um, yeah, that's my worsty farsy, and hopefully this isn't some random voicemail machine. Okay, love you guys. Bye. I don't know how many hotel rooms you've stayed in, but usually you give them a deposit. Yeah. yeah. So 
I don't know who put their name on that room, but somebody ended up paying the price, probably. Still, I mean, you were probably young, I would imagine, like very young. I remember being young and rowdy, and on like when we used to tour, we used to get when we had the van, we'd get hotel rooms, but I don't think anything crazy ever happened like that, like trashing a room. Not like MGK vibes. I just think I just yeah. way worse has probably happened yeah. in a hotel room. Oh my god. Like we've they probably see the nastiest you know, I would actually love to have somebody that works in hospitality or maybe like a room cleaner or something come on the podcast and tell us the craziest shit they've seen. Or just the manager of a hotel who probably has to hear from their staff. It must yeah. be insane. The, the stories that those people have. It must be so... Think about that. How many people come through? And like, then they feel entitled, rooms. right? They're like, I paid for this room. Like, I can do what I want. Oh, and like, this people are so disgusting. I don't think... Yeah. I, I think you... Uh, I, it I sounds mean, like harmless. I, I mean, it sounds obnoxious if you work at the hotel, but like, I don't, I don't think anyone else from that time thinks about it and you think of, that this is the worst thing you've ever done so i think that you are forgiven then you're a good person this is like this is a mistake and yeah. you guys are and you have cigarette burns like you have your own scars to carry you paid from the that price. night but no i mean listen you feel bad about it and now you're trying to readjust the karma by being really helpful to those who are tasked with that work so i think you've been forgiven a bunch of teenagers or early 20 somethings having a rowdy party in yeah Eldor. i mean you're yeah. not the first to do no, this. No, you're forgiven. You will not be the last. You are forgiven. All right. Well, we don't have a stanza, do we? Nope. No Sorry. stanza. And we don't next week either, so you don't have to ask. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, on that note, we will see you guys next George week. George is tired. See ya. George is tired. Bye. Bye. Bye.